Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the HDO podcast. I'm your host for today, Ethan. And as always, I'm joined by my good friends, Cal and Hunter. Hey, guys, how you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, uh, this is like, we're like an hour and a half into what we should have recorded the podcast and we're now clicking play. So it's great fun. <laughs> Here we go. We're now recording. We've been talking. We've been catching up. So it's going to be a fun one. Um, but yeah, it's been a weird week. It's been busy. We, I've hardly talked to you guys this week. Like genuinely, like not even, yeah. no messages or anything. I've been super busy. So yeah. are you guys doing good? How's your week's yeah. been? Been pretty solid. Been pretty sleepy after work sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i bet i've had like such a busy week like i've just had you know it's one of those weeks where you just you have stuff that you need to do it's nothing interesting and it's nothing like like exciting but you just have stuff that you have to do and you have to get it over with and you're just like done like this week i'm just like done i'm like i've had enough i'm ready to just do nothing and then my hands started hurting so i haven't even played video games this week it's like oh great you know (laughs) i'm like doing nothing yeah, I've had a terrible, I've had, you know, I've had a mixed week. I'm just ready to sit down, maybe play some video games. And then my hands were like, I don't know about that, Chief. How about watching YouTube Recommended? Sound good? I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. Like, you watched your one anime for the year yet? <laughs> That's what you get to do while your hands hurt. I watched that like four weeks ago. Thank you very much. It was like a month ago I watched uh, an anime show. Uh, I watched it all in one day and then I was ill the day after. And I told Kyle about it and I said that I'm never going to watch anime ever again because it made me ill. It was definitely the anime. Um, maybe we'll talk. Maybe if you remind me later, I'll tell you about it when we uh, are trying to pad time later because this is the HBO podcast where every <laughs> week we talk about everything that's hot in the world of gaming. And when there's nothing hot, we pad for time because that's what we like to do here. Um, but no, uh, we hope you're having an awesome week. And yeah, we are in the drought period at the moment. We've got some fun games coming up. We've got Hades to talk about in a couple of weeks, which uh, I think I'm going to try. Yeah. Haven't, again. Yeah, but this time... It I never talked Shelley. about it on the podcast, like, in depth. I just mentioned that I liked no, it. No, he just did first impressions, to be fair. Um, I don't but, think I ever even did really? that before I got yeah. you up. Yeah, oh. wow. There you go. <laughs> Miracles can happen, guys. Refresh myself on the lore. Yeah, we're going to have to go in deep with the HGO lore. Um... <laughs> But um, we've got Hades coming up and we've got like No More Heroes coming up near the end of the month. But what we need from you guys right now, if you're a regular listener, if you're a first time listener, we need ideas for podcast episodes. While we're in this drought period, we'd love to hear what you guys would like to hear us talk about uh, in the next couple of weeks. Because there's only so many terrible topics we can come up with. So if someone else can have a terrible idea and send it to us, that'd be <laughs> yeah, awesome. I only have so many bad ideas in exactly. my head. And me and, me and Cal don't come up with the ideas here, yeah, so it's we, perfectly fine. We don't have ideas. No. Uh, so this is a call to arms. Uh, if you have any ideas that are interesting for podcast topics, we might try and get some uh, new faces on the show just to try and pad stuff out, hopefully. Um, but if you have any ideas, big or small, leave them in the comment section of the YouTube video. Or if you're listening on podcast services, bless you, Juan. We love you guys on podcasts. You don't, you're the unseen heroes of the podcast. We do love you guys. Um, but if you could head on over to our Twitter account, at HotGamersOnly, and you can... Uh, either tweet at us uh or i might open up direct messages if i feel like that chaos is something that we want in our lives um Do but if it. you if you at least at hot gamers only on twitter or if you don't want to at us uh just use the hashtag hot gamers only let us know give us some topic ideas fun fact if you put the at at the start of the tweet it won't show up on the timeline it just shows up it just sends a notification to the person that is added at so if you don't want your friends to know that you're tweeting at us you want to keep us your dirty little secret then put the ad at the start of the tweet yeah but there you go uh, we would really appreciate the feedback all feedback's great feedback so yeah uh pros cons anything like that 
we really want to hear from you so that we know what you want, what you love to see and what you hate to see. Because sometimes it feels like we're rolling the dice here where we talk about Genshin and Persona and you'll show up and then we talk about Ratchet coming out in the first week and you guys are like, fucking shit, game, get out, don't want ratio, fuck off, bye. Um, Returnal's review comes out a month late. <laughs> yeah. We love those month late reviews. Keep them coming, guys. We love them. We yeah. love, yeah. So um, please, any feedback would be appreciated. Uh, other bit of housekeeping. Uh, we're probably going to have some other videos go up. We've got Kyle's Mario 64 playthrough that we need to uh get up and running so expect that soon expect the ratchet and clank review soon i should hopefully have some free time this week i'm hoping i really hope that i don't get a busy week again so hopefully that'll be done um and also uh kane put up against an impact uh, a little beginner's guide so if you haven't checked that out already it's doing quite well uh, you can go and check that one out as well um i know i don't usually like doing spiels at the start of the podcast because i feel like it's so generic um but hey we need a call to action because there's no games the game, the game gods above are not giving us anything. They're just giving us Hades again. Only they're only listening to Hunter. Hades, <laughs> um, <laughs> the two D Metroid game. They they are really only just listening to Hunter. They are listening to only Hunter, and it's quite sad. Yo, uh, Hunter, can you start wanting a Xenosaga remake? Yeah, or a Mario uh, Kart I Nine. Yeah, like something I don't that people want. Mario Kart, but I'd love to get to look at Xenosaga. Yeah. Um. But anyway, come on, listen. <laughs> streets of rage captain falcon game please (laughs) okay that's not happening um coming up this week we're gonna do what we said we did what we would do last week where we talk about games that we've been playing recently uh kyle's gonna talk about his first impressions of persona 3 i can add my two hours that i played two months ago to that as well um i'm gonna talk about my entire experience joining uh the yakuza fandom for once uh by playing yakuza zero Uh, hunter has played the mario golf update what a lad um taking one for the team that's a true salute to that one taking the time out of that day and then after that we're gonna play a little game where we uh, talk about our least favorite character or the characters that we hate the most in video games that aren't intentionally hated uh characters that we just hate and then you guys can tell us who has the best picks and it'll be very fun and we'll all have fun hating video games together um Hooray. <laughs> what a great episode so let's start we hate video games. turn it all down <laughs> Hot gamers only. The only gaming podcast that really despises video games. Um, anyway, let's start with Persona 3. Um, because our fans love Persona, apparently. And I, I feel like it's partially my fault. Because I've been a shale. I like Persona too. Yeah. Hunter's yeah, been a shale as well. Cal, you, were, you, were, you came up with the idea of the spoiler cast. Uh, that has gone down in infamy as being a three and a half hour. Uh, it's been a three and a half hour episode of just me and uh, Jake going ham on Persona while you just sit there falling asleep. It's a great episode. I wish, great episode. Were, I wish there were webcams so you could see Kyle lose uh, all sense of uh, reality, but unfortunately it was before we did that. So, Persona 3, Kyle. Uh, give us your history with Persona 3, for one, I guess. Cause... Yeah, so... I had... We're going to go way back. Back to the magical time of 2012. Wow. Uh, Skyrim had just come out, and I was in 7th grade. Things Skyrim. were wild. Or am I thinking 2011? 2011 was Skyrim. But it was 2011. It was, but it was a November in 2011. It was 11 11 11. Um, so you're right, technically so the right. Time it had just of come 2011. Out. Okay. Skyrim had just come out and I was in seventh grade. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just bad at math. Nailed um, it. Aren't we all? And this wonderful Let's Play channel called Super Genius had started a let's play of persona 3 and i'm like i don't know what this is but i'm interested let's check it out Mm -hmm. 
great let's play like over 100 episodes almost 200 i think absolutely fantastic and it got me hooked into persona at the ripe young age of like 12 that's really young to be a persona fan as well well it's just like most people get into persona either in like i don't know like i always feel like it was like late teens like that's usually the time when people get into it so 12 super early it's like most people get in on that nostalgia of going back oh, yeah. to school and losing your friends again for a second time whereas you were like i've not even experienced this pain yet let's go in early let's 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 like, go i ahead. wasn't even in high school like the age group of persona characters that's crazy so, that's it crazy. was absolutely nuts and yeah. like the whole story just hooked me in so much so i've finally a couple weeks back i finally got my own copy of persona 3 <laughs> i've gotten the full modern persona trilogy for three four and five must be because nice one and two are impossible to find they don't exist they don't to be fair i so have a legit copy too. It was so weird. It's like my copy of Persona 3 came like factory sealed. Like it had the plastic around it and everything. Mm. So yeah. I don't know how that happened. But yeah. yeah. Um I finally have some time to start playing it. And you know, game's pretty good. Game's mm. pretty good. It's got some weird quirks to it from being old. But yeah. that, that'll happen. The I think the thing that's probably upsetting me the most is not having party control yeah because persona one and two had that and i don't know why they would have gotten rid of it for three that's the weirdest thing to me is that it's it's just just such a it's such a useless feature i feel like that's the atlas thing and don't get us wrong if you're new to the podcast if this is your first time stupid atlas stan who's an idiot right okay so i'm not being too harsh here i've 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 tooted my i've tooted my own horn at atlas too many times it's time to be thingy but they're so archaic with the way that they make games at times where they take something away that you think oh that should have been in there even for the time and then they gradually add it into the next one and go look how great we are party control (laughs) persona 4 ladies and gentlemen and it's like come on an innovative idea come on it's like with baton passes in p5 <laughs> where it was like we we didn't put it in royal it's no longer a part of the social link you're like you dipshits it shouldn't have been in the social link in the fucking first place and it's like Just make it a mechanic please. it was yeah, like it, it, like every time like i'm just like why and that's the main thing that puts me off playing persona 3 i like i said i played the first two hours um and i'd just been to the hospital the day before and it wasn't i wasn't great feel i was like i was kind of feeling like really shitty um i was on medication so i didn't feel particularly great and i played the first two hours and i was like this is cool i'll get back to it and now it's two months later and i still haven't got back to it and i hope maybe that'll be the mm. next game that i play um before this inevitable be. p4 on ps4 slash switch or whatever it comes to in september which it won't be now that i've said it um happens but uh party control is the one thing cause it's like it does like a tutorial i don't know kyle you know the tutorial where it's like you get this one floor where the game basically hunter is like hey this is what you do you walk along a floor these random floors like in p4 and then there'll be a shadow there and you've got to hit it on the head bonk it and then mm-hmm. you do the fight and it was like it hit like you, you, i just went in and i was like oh yeah it's like persona 4 and then you hit like it happened you did that damage and then the other the two ais were acting like idiots already and i'm like for fuck's sake it's the tutorial oh, no. I was like, it's the tutorial, and they're already doing, like, fucking stupid attacks no. on the tutorial fights, and I'm like, oh, no, and I kind of got put off, but oh, how, yeah. but how is it, right, we'll, we'll, we won't talk too much about story, because even though this game's super old, 
I haven't played it. Hunter mm-hmm. hasn't played it. So it's probably best if we don't talk about it. But from a gameplay perspective, how are you finding it? Um, Tartarus is very tedious. Mm-hmm. I don't like Tartarus. I will just flat out say that right now. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. but it that doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> the floors are, like, digestible enough, and there are some floors with, like, warp points, so you can go back to the first floor if you need to heal. I'll tell you this, Ethan, pro tip. Going back to the first floor of Tartarus fully heals your party. Oh, nice. Just SP as well? SP as well. Oh. So. So you don't even have to any... leave Tartarus. You don't even have to go away for the day. You could literally just grind it all out. No. Well, no, when I say, I mean, to the story, obviously there's going to be story points where it's like, you can't go for any further. But it's like, yeah. if you go in and your goal is, okay, the second boss is unlocked, you could go mm-hmm. and do all of the, up to the second boss and beat the second boss. Yeah. In a time frame. You don't have to keep going, oh, my SP, I have to come back and keep coming like three days in a row to get mm-hmm. all the way to the boss. Okay. Yeah. So I like I like that feature. That's getting the full heals really nice. Mm-hmm. And other than that, like, your main, like, teleport points are on boss floors okay and those are just sporadically thrown about like i'm trying to think i think my next my current like floor floor like the highest i can teleport to now is on like floor 44 and my next boss my next boss floor is on 57 Uh, so So the thing is, even if you yeah. get... So do you, you have to do that entire chunk in one go, right? Yeah. Or and beat the boss? Go back to the start. You don't have to beat the boss to get the teleport. Okay, so the teleport is before the, the boss. The teleport's okay, thank before God. the boss. I thought you were going to say that the teleport Ooh, was after the boss. That. And you no, were going to be like, God. oh, so you have to do all 16 floors or whatever, and then on top of that, I have to beat the boss on top of that with the remaining SP and HP. Or you're fucked, buddy. Um, no, no, you can you can open up the teleport and go heal yourself. Hmm. Go fuse some personies. No. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing to me is like most people want to like I, I've heard the internet cry for I know there's there's two there's two types of persona fans. Some people want the original persona to be remade just so that people have it. And I agree in a way because I think it'd be cool if they I feel like it's a whole kind of word because they can modernize it and they can still keep it the same. And I don't think persona like modern persona fans they got on three four or five will like it as much mm-hmm. uh or they could go all in and do a persona one in the style of three four and five and then piss off the og fans and i'm like either way oh, yeah. i feel like you're not winning um whereas persona three is the other one that i hear people talk and i just i i'm hoping this game gets a remake one day even if it i play the old version it. because i feel like there's so much that they could do with p3 like even if it's like changing the monotony of um tartarus and taking each section instead of it just being 16 random floors having each section be like its own built thing that they do some cool shit with even if it is all in the design of tartarus and it's not like as unique as say the tv world stuff or the Mm -hmm. palaces but just having something that just isn't 200 like it's just fucking random floor after random (laughs) it's so stupid (laughs) and just on top of it the social links and just everything about it because one thing i love about my short time with p3 was the vibe was mm-hmm. the music it has a really good vibe. i love the music the music took me back so much yeah like, i just got hit with like the nostalgia missile mm-hmm. like people talk about their love for p4's soundtrack but i'm not gonna lie from the two hours that i played of p3 i was like oh i'm instantly connecting with this soundtrack more mm-hmm. than p4 um 
because it, it just hunts it. Like, trust me, you think you've heard, you, noises. Yeah, you think that, <laughs> you think that you've like heard some P3 stuff, but when you get in and you're like, oh, this is the daily music, and it's like, oh, oh no, this only, is this. There's and only like, two songs oh. I've heard. I've heard like burn my dread or whatever mm-hmm. and i've heard the title screen music and yeah that's it. Mm. oh the title screen music's fucking beautiful dude like honestly yeah. you just music's good too. you just know instantly yeah. you're like this oh. is sad boy video game right here as the piano plays on the main menu you're like oh god oh yeah i do like knowing though that on the box it's my favorite <laughs> thing mm, yeah exactly um, what was it called? When the moon reaches the sta- when the moon reaches the sky, mm-hmm. which is just like the overworld music. That's such a that's such a jam, dude. It may only have one verse, but man, <laughs> one verse, one chorus, but man, it's it's a jam. God, honestly, like Persona 3's music. <laughs> I I I I just want them to remake it at some point. It's like honestly. Persona Four. I'd love to see a remake. To be fair, I'd love to see a remake of Persona Four as well. They are they're in that perfect era where they're good as like visually they're fine as they are right but it's like just seeing like a modern like anime art style like in like even going beyond persona 5 because even i think persona 5 was made for ps3 right like Mm -hmm. i'm thinking imagine seeing the next persona when we see it and if it is a ps5 game just imagining just how crisp and clean and it'll look and how the you like how good it is just imagining like a p3 remake in that style and having it like in more of the modern because you've seen them in the dancing games they've made models of these characters and they look so good and it's like i'm just like oh going away from the chibi kind of ps2 models having like full-on like models of characters and stuff like that i'll be like oh that'd be my dream mm-hmm. but we get to live it so we have to deal with uh persona 3 fes um i don't know what else can we ask him hunter do you have any questions for kyle while he's on the mic honestly like the thing that's really just bugging me the most is not having full party control like you can like you can give your characters like commands Mm. you can tell them to like knock down these enemies or like focus down one target or like you're put your healer on healing duty and just healing but Mm. like that's a weird thing. that can only go so far with what the ai thinks is a good idea <laughs> yeah that's also weird because it's like a turn-based rp those are like commands i recall uh having the option to give i never use them in action rpgs because i don't care what my party does in action mm-hmm. rpgs mm-hmm. but yeah same uh I saw it's... those options in Scarlet Nexus, and I'm like, huh, why? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, ah, I'll just do everything. That's Pass. the better option. <laughs> Pass, I'm good. Um... But uh, aside from that, I guess, uh, so you've told me that the original PS2 version of P4, the bosses weren't staggerable. Is that some kind of egregious uh, oversights in this game, too? No, no, bosses have weaknesses. Okay, okay good. It's just base P4, that's a weird one. It's just P4 that said... <laughs> Nah, what if we didn't? <laughs> but no. Yeah, it, I feel like it does kind of cater to a very weird style. I remember you saying we were talking last week after we filmed that stupidly long podcast episode where we continued to talk after it. Um, <laughs> you were talking about how you basically have to play where you had your you had the AI target, the main boss, mm-hmm. and you were having to deal with the lackeys that were coming like in and deal on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and it feels like that's such a weird way to play the game, but it's like... 
I've it's seen the it. It's only way that makes sense. Like... It's like you, you've talked about how when you play P5, Kyle, you played as the healer and how you made everyone else the, the damage dealers. But, you know, you're in control of them, so you feel like you're doing something. It feels like, exactly. to me, I'd get extremely pissed off if I was basically, oh, I'm basically the support because I have to. And I'm like, hopefully the AI hits the main boss while I'm here dealing with the lackeys and hopefully healing and hopefully this works. <laughs> Let's roll the dice. I feel like it'd be incredibly annoying. But I've heard the story's yeah, worth going through the pain. The story is super, super worth. I just have, like, fragmented memories from mm. Jake's Let's Play from back in the day. But, like, so far the story has definitely been what I remember and what I've forgotten. There was, there's a lot of stuff I've forgotten about. Like, <laughs> so there's one part where Junpei tells a ghost story to the group. And out of nowhere, he just grabs a flashlight from his back pocket. All the lights, like, cut. And he just, like, holds the flashlight under him. And nice. so I'm just like, I've completely forgotten about this. <laughs> That's great. That's funny. Um, but no, I'm glad you're enjoying uh, it. I feel like yeah. me and Hunter should get on it, you know? So, because if we all feel, if we all finish it in, like, a similar time frame, we could do a P3 spoiler cast and we could oh, do the whole yeah. thing. We could. We could go in on it. I know Hades is coming, Hunter. I know that look. I, I see the look in Hunter's eyes right now. Hunter's <laughs> eyes are like, but my Hades. I've got to play look, Hades Hunter. again. I also have other, I also play games that come out more often is the problem. Making time to play Persona 3 is a bit harder. Oh, just play it, Hunter. Just play it. Hey, Persona 3 is a lot shorter than Persona 5. True. If anything else. How much? Whoa. Is there a car wreck happening out Is there? Is that Tokyo Drift? <laughs> what the hell? I, I don't know. The car drifting is on our end, not on gas, yours. Gas, gas. If you're listening uh, while driving. Super weird. Um, uh, but now. Knowing this, knowing this neighborhood, some idiot probably got a golf cart to make that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Your neighborhood's weird, Hunter. Your neighborhood's weird. Um, but now. So yeah, I take it you're enjoying it, Carl. I am. Yeah. At the moment, uh, AI party members again. They are a work of art. I honestly, there's like a joy, a weird joy to watching what the AI thinks is the right decision. <laughs> Mitsuru is very dumb. She uses ice. Ice is her element, but she also has the status move called Marin Karin, which has become a meme by the community because she'll just use it on anything, and mm -hmm. it never works. So much to the point where in the fighting games, they made it part of her moveset. Oh, nice. It's a slow-moving projectile that does nothing. Oh, cool. It's so <laughs> dumb. Like, oh, no. there is, like, a mod if you... Or, like, a cheat if you wanted to play on emulator where you can give yourself full party control, but I wanted to play this legit. Mm. I'm like, if Ethan can't experience it with party control, then... Then I'll do the same thing. Yeah, it's I'm playing be... on normal, by the way, like the middle difficulty. Oh, good for you! I will be 100% going in on baby bitch mode easy and being like, Hope... you should do that. I've gotten cheap shot a lot. Yeah, I'm 100% yeah, going to go I'll in on easy. I'll probably do that too, just because. <laughs> I'm mainly playing it for the story, not for yeah. the difficulty. Yeah. Um, but the difficulty is there. Especially after and learning my lesson with P4. Especially, yeah, especially after not checking the settings menu on P4 and then realize, like, sitting there grinding for hours, not realizing that in the PC version they added a fucking XP like up thing in the menu. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm not, I'm not doing that again. But no, glad to hear. Um, yeah, I should probably start playing it a bit soon. Mm. Um, 
My last thing with Tartarus, like, okay, this is the last thing I bring up, is no, go for it. you can't go downstairs. Wait, what? You climb stairs, and then the stairs just disappear, and you can't go back down. So how do you um, go back to floor one? Teleporters. You, you can only or you teleport. die. Oh, so you have to there? keep going. So, oh, it's you go up or you die. It's like, you yeah. go up or you die. Oh, that <laughs> sounds painful. And then um, there's just, like, on some floors, there's a teleporter where it's like, you can go back to the first floor. No, that you sounds... Just have to you can't go back to where teleport. you teleported from, but... Oh, jeez. That, that's so... That's I so love Persona bad. 3. Like, Remake this video game. Please forget this video you, game. Uh, got low on SP or were on the verge of death and needed to limp back to the full heal that you could if you wanted. <laughs> Uh, my final question is, does Tartarus have the same theme throughout the entirety of it, like Mementos? Um, I can't answer that question because I listen to other music going through Tartarus. Perfect, thank you, Kyle. You've done a great job. As, 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 as always, your journalistic integrity is always at the highest possible standard. We love Look, to sorry, it. I want other music play. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But it's glad to hear that you're in, enjoying it somewhat. Uh, and hey, we'll check in with you every now and again, see how it's going. Uh because hopefully, knowing you, you'll probably beat it quite quickly. Whereas hey, I, if you want to start slow. doing, if you want to start playing the game, and we can do like a book club thing, do a book club. Yeah, we'll do like a section of, we'll do a. Like, all right, everybody, where did we get to this club. week? <laughs> Turn to floor forty-six, everyone. Let's go. That has always been an idea that's been kicking around in my head, but like mm. I don't know what game we'd all be interested in where we oh, could do, do a, that. Do a book club, yeah. We could do that could at some fun, point. But... It'd be a matter of like being something that we could all easily obtain, and it'd have yeah. to be, a, and it'd have to be an older game as well, because mm-hmm. I would not be able to be like, okay, we're doing this game over a six-week period, because I'd be like, no, it's new, I'm going to get spoiled, so I'm going to play all six now and then act like I've been playing it week <laughs> to week, because um, I'm terrible. But no, uh, it's an idea. We'll write it down. Uh, if you guys are interested in something like that, let us know. And hey, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it. We should have done it with Danganronpa. We should have done it with Danganronpa and gone Honestly. chapter to chapter. That that and would have been. If you have any one. suggestions, we'd love to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> For games you think we'd all enjoy, or games we'd all hate, yeah. or games. Hey, you two, go or... play Metal Gear Solid, the first one. Yo, I have that on the shelf. I have a PlayStation Classic. I could do that. I'm now pointing yeah, to a shelf that can't be seen. Yeah. I'd actually be down for playing Metal Gear Solid, not gonna oh, lie. Dude. I've always dude, wanted to. I'll replay it, too. Is the... hey, maybe. I'll just maybe. replay the whole game every week. Oh my god. <laughs> a, new, yeah, a new senior book club. Um, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Uh, but no, that's fun. Uh, speaking of uh, JRPGs, but this time of the action variety... Uh, Finally, I promised everybody on my uh, live stream last week that I would give them all my thoughts and opinions on Yakuza because I have played uh, the entirety of Yakuza 0 like uh, like a week ago, a week or so ago. And then we didn't get to it last week and uh, people were laughing at me. Uh, And it wasn't very funny. It was. It was quite (laughs) funny, actually. Because, of course, (laughs) I can't keep a single promise that I make, apparently. Um, So, yeah, I played the entirety of Yakuza. Ask me anything, apparently. Um, because I knew nothing about Yakuza really. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, other than seeing uh, Like a Dragon at the Xbox conferences last year, uh, I hadn't really seen anything that was Yakuza other than Bakumitai, uh, the Friday Night Twitter account, and oh. 
hearing Sam's terrifying fucking text message notification, which is Majima saying Kiryu-chan in a really weird voice, which we always think, what the hell is that? And now that I've heard it in the game, I'm still like, what the hell is that? But now I know what it is. Um, so no, I played Yakuza 0. It took me like, I, pl- I, I played too much of it. Uh, I played like 40 odd hours in a week. It was pretty bad for me. I don't usually do that. So, um, damn, you I must don't... have really liked this game. Yes and no. <laughs> There's the rub. <laughs> Truth is, I think Yakuza shit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yakuza fans, please calm down. <laughs> um, but no, I will. I'll give a brief description of um something, and then if you two have any questions that you want to know, because you two aren't into Yakuza and want to know stuff, um. Uh. I will. I'll give the brief description, and then I'll let you two take the lead, and you two can ask questions. Um, so yeah, we'll go from there, I guess. Um, so Yakuza is like a kind of beat 'em up. It's not really a hack and slash. It, it's kind of similar vein, but it's just punching. Um, and it is a gritty. <laughs> it's a gritty crime drama, uh, apparently. Oh boy! Yeah, all Max Payne up in here. Yeah, it's a gritty crime drama. Uh, it's a serious crime drama. Uh, that revolves around a character called Kiryu Kasuma, uh, who is your main protagonist. And he is a part of the Tojo clan, who is a, 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 one of the families of the Yakuza. It's set, in the, it's set in the 80s, which is pretty cool, uh, oh, nice. uh, which I like quite a bit. And as, essentially, um, Kiryu is uh, blamed for a murder that he didn't commit because Kiryu doesn't kill. Very important fact. Kiryu doesn't kill. Uh, that's a very important part of the Yakuza franchise because apparently every story has a thing about him. Oh, once you cross that line, you can't come back about him killing people. And oh, then it's man, funny because in the, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> it's funny because in the story sections, you'll have people going, don't kill him, Kiryu. You can't cross that line. And then in like two hours earlier, you will have been in a car chase where you've been shooting cars and exploding them all over the place. And you've oh, killed about 50 bullets. people. Yeah, with the magic no. rub. Yeah, with the with the magic confetti explosion. narrative dissonance. <gasps> I hear. <gasps> yeah. You sound like a you sound like a video essay maker on YouTube, Kyle. Wow. <laughs> Bring there's been the one cha- there's one channel I've been watching, and he's just been making fun of Ludo narrative dissonance in like all his videos recently. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, I, I, so yeah. that phrase is just in my head now. <laughs> no. Um. But basically, it's a crime drama. It stars uh, two characters. The first one is the main character of the Yakuza franchise, who's Kiryu, who is blamed for a murder that he did not commit. And the Yakuza, have, his family has basically turned on uh, him and said, you need to hand yourself into the police. Uh, and it's all, it's this, it's this whole weird, gritty crime drama that's all based on this plot of land in the middle of Kamarucho, which is a made-up part of Tokyo, which is basically Shinjuku, is what I have come uh. to amazing see it as um there's this empty plot of land that the yakuza want because whoever controls that land basically controls kamarucho uh because they've all bought up the land about it and it's it's on it goes on this wild crazy uh gritty drama where you uh are on the run from the yakuza you meet other people and at the same time it's telling this simultaneous story with another character called uh, goro majima uh who is the character that everybody knows as uh, the weird, wacky guy from uh, Yakuza that comes screaming at you with the eye patch? Um, but this is before he's crazy, and he is the owner of a cabaret in uh, another place. I don't remember the name, the fictional name, but it's obviously Kyoto. Um, but it's basically Shinjuku and Kyoto. I don't know what the name of it is. I apologize. Um, 
but he's basically at a cabaret club and uh he's hosting this cabaret club because the yakuza family that he was a part of uh have been punishing him they basically tortured him for a year and punished him for another situation that you find about in the game and his whole role in it is he is told that if he wants to get back into the yakuza he has to kill someone uh and it turns out that this someone is someone that he doesn't want to kill and he goes on the run and this whole and somehow for some reason these two plots interconnect and intertwine and uh it's a very interesting format where it does a Last of Us Part 2, but it does it in the way that Hunter probably wanted it to do, where every oh, two chapters oh, yes. you swap between Kiryu and Majima every two chapters. Yeah. Uh, and they don't necessarily yeah. link up every two chapters, but it gets to the end and everything makes sense. Uh, and it's all to re- and it all revolves around this empty plot of land. And it's, like I say, it's very dark, it's very gritty, it gets uh, depressing at times. Um Speaking of ludonarrative dissonance, Kyle, my main thing about <laughs> it is um, you've got this extremely gritty crime drama, but everything else that you do in this game is batshit crazy and fucking stupid, and I love it. Um, <laughs> which is the main thing that I like about the game is the stupid shit. You've seen the karaoke, you've seen the fucking dances, you've seen Friday Night on Twitter, and fucking. That is everything the, I know about Yakuza, yeah. And it's fucking brilliant. It's honestly brilliant. There are so many bangers, dude. There are so many bangers. You've got, like, this whole club scene. You've got this whole club where there's, like, five songs that you can do these dances to. One of them is Friday Night. One of them is this fake Michael Jackson song that they made by a uh, by a character that they call Miracle Johnson. And it's, like, a very... Uh, <laughs> Amazing. It gets better because there's a side quest where you meet Miracle Johnson and you help him uh, with his director... Uh, <laughs> Steven Spilling, who is obviously Steven Spielberg, <laughs> uh, Spielberg, uh, film, uh, film a music video called Thrilling. <laughs> this and sounds like this could have happened in a Phoenix Wright game. Yeah, and honestly, it's, <laughs> and it's this stupid side quest of you watching a fake Michael Jackson moonwalk down a street in, Shib- in Shinjuku as zombies come up to him and you beat the shit out of the zombies as he just carries on moonwalking down the street. Um, and it's the stupid shit like that that I absolutely love about Yakuza. It's the dumb stuff. It's the karaoke. It's the fact that you, they're not only do they sing songs, but partway through, the screen fades to white and it goes to this completely separate situation. Whereas in Bakumitai, it's him sitting at a bar and you're like, okay, makes sense, right? But then you've got this rock song where, uh, <laughs> where all of a sudden it just fades to white and Kiryu is on a heavy metal stage in a heavy metal outfit with his... Uh, bro from the clan and his like father figure on the drums and he's just sitting there like belting out this tune and it slaps and it's the, like they go all in the song uh 24 hour with cinderella from uh, that's majima's uh main karaoke song is imagine uh his story in my opinion is way darker than uh kiryu's because it's it's dealing with a lot of death it's dealing with a lot of despair um and a lot of tragedy and then he's got this 80s kind of pop song uh that's kind of extremely pop and it goes into this 80s nostalgia where he's in a studio like an old 80s studio with smoke on the ground and he's in roller skates and like a sparkly spandex outfit and he's just gliding across the fucking stage and it's incredible and it's creepy because you know that like in from the character's perspective his internal monologue is he wants to be more open he wants to be more like 
open with his emotions but he conceals it all so he puts all this passion into this fucking cheesy 80s song that he loves but he doesn't want anyone to know that he loves and it's like that weird shit that is like so yakuza and so cool um you've got stupid mini games like a cabaret where you own a cabaret club and you literally play fucking roller coaster tycoon kind of sit the girls in the right seats for the right customer and make sure that they all get drinks and stuff like that and do this mini management game that's really entertaining as oh, a banger man. song and you level up your girls so that they have better stats so that they can do their job better and you make more money and you d- and you beat all the five cabaret owners in the area and become <laughs> the king of the cabaret and shit like that and it's so batshit crazy that when it gets back to the, you've just gone and you sung your heart out at karaoke, you've just been to the cabaret club, and then you go back to the story and someone dies in a gruesome explosion, and you're like, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> like, I like, think. Oh, the, yeah, the plot. I think the story's great. I think the crazy shit is uh, even better, to be honest. But it does have ludo narrative dissonance, where it is one of those things where you've got to kind of separate. It's not a game like Persona, right? Where, speaking of Persona, when you have your free time, you can very easily go, okay, so my character went and hung out with this character and then went to the went to work at this place in the evening. And it all kind of fits into the narrative where it doesn't matter what you do in your free time, it all kind of makes sense and fits into the narrative at the end of the day. Whereas... In Yakuza, you can have someone brutally murdered or someone you're, one of your friends being held captive... But you as a character go to the karaoke and sing some songs and then <laughs> go to the toy race car track and race some cars around and then go and free your friend. And it just doesn't really fit. And Hey, man, like, we all have like, our coping mechanisms. Yeah. It's like when people joke about Breath of the Wild and all the menial stuff you can go and do in that, in that before you fight Ganon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have all these side stories thing. that are so wacky, like I say, with like Miracle Johnson and like it's so goofy and so wacky and there's so many fun side quests um that it's weird when you get back to it and it's this gritty thrive this gritty crime drama that's kind of gruesome and dark and very good like it's a very good story but it's kind of it is one of those weird things where you feel like it's two different games and they don't really mesh well together even though they're both great and for me because i just love goofy shit I would love yeah. if they just toned into the goofy even more. If it just was a <laughs> like, if it was a goofy fucking yakuza game where they all go go out doing karaoke and stuff like that. Um, but I'll throw it to the board. Like, I love the game, but I feel like I'm not like a yakuza fanboy after this. I'm not like I feel like everyone that plays yakuza has this like this yakuza moment where they're like, I am yakuza now. This is my life. I will play all. <laughs> million- I'll play every game, and this is me now. And I was like. It was fun, but I know that the other games, especially the earlier games, don't kind of go into the wackiness as much. It's much more, um, it's much more uh, just the regular story, and it's not as much, yeah, like focused. And I'm like, I don't know if I want that. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, you've got this character, like Majim is my favorite character in the game, and I much prefer his side of the story than I did with Kiryu. And it's kind of sad knowing that that character just becomes a side character in the rest of the franchise. Like, oh, it's like, yeah, it's I wish that they'd fun. focus on him more and they give him more time in the spotlight and grow him more as a character. But they're like, no, by the end of this, he becomes the Majima that people kind of know in Yakuza. And he's he goes off to then be Majima in the rest of the games. And it kind of, <laughs> he's him and he's just a side character. And they do some fun stuff in like Yakuza One, where he'll just randomly pop up out of a manhole and start chasing you down. But uh... <laughs> that sounds fun. 
but it's like i wish i got to see more of him because i thought he was the more interesting character um i don't know it's an interesting game i liked it quite a bit it's fun I'm not the hardcore Yakuza stan that everyone else is, but I am a Yakuza stan for the karaoke and the dancing. That is fucking stan. Whenever that Friday night Twitter account says Friday at last, I'll be like, hell yeah, because that's a bop. That's hell a yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but hey, do you guys have any questions? So, you've talked a lot about the stuff around the game. Mm-hmm. How's that gameplay? Oh, the fucking What's combat? The that's a good point. Thank you, Kyle. That's a great question because I completely forgot to talk about the gameplay. It's so fucking, like, eh. It's fine. It's the definition of press the square button a couple of times. Um, each character has three move sets, uh, and Majima's move sets are way cooler than uh, Kiryu's move sets. Kiryu basically has like a re- regular beat em up kind of just couple of punches and an uppercut combo and maybe some kicks he has a rush style where it's much more of a boxer where he's doing like really quick punches to try and not break the enemy's stance and then the third one is his beast style where he like picks shit up and throws it at people and i never used that style because it was slow and shit um i was like never a fan of it um Whereas Majima had way cooler ones. He had his, obviously, he had his regular kind of beat-em-up style. Uh, his second style was he grabs a baseball bat and just starts swinging fucking people with a baseball bat, which was the most Yakuza yeah, style of all of them, in my opinion, which is having this busted <laughs> right. baseball bat. Right. yeah. It was also the most fun because it did the most damage. So you literally, I never used any other thing with Majima. I was like, cool, baseball bat time. Let's go, fucking yeet. Like, every time, round the head, because it was so much fun. And then the third one was Goofy. I didn't really use it much, but it was really funny. It was like a breakdancing style where he sees like a break, he sees like street dancers like doing a breakdancing battle. And he's like, fuck, I have an idea for battle. And it's literally him like doing fucking like spins on the ground. And like, he's got himself in that position where he does like the spins on his head while he's kicking people in the face. And it's great. I should mention each character has a fourth style, which is like their icon style where Majima has, you have to, complete the cabaret club minigame fully and complete the real estate minigame for kiryu which is a lot less interesting i did both of them though um and you get like some cool styles that are more like that who they become in the future games but they're not as interesting um, in my opinion they're just like eh, much more fun to go around baseball buying people in the head um but as for the moveset it's very basic it is like your beat up and if it's one thing is the reason i didn't like it being so damn long like 30 odd hours was the gameplay got boring. The story was still super interesting. Yeah. The side stuff like, was still super fun. But man, when every fight is the same and every boss, mm-hmm. I wasn't like when I'm playing Majima, I'm not like, okay, so this boss looks like he's keeping his stance up. So I need to use something that breaks stance a lot. It's literally, hello boss, meet the baseball bat, fucking bang. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. It, it's literally like, like, oh, I'm just going to do square, square, triangle again and then do the fucking move where he starts fucking, like, going like that all over the place with his baseball bat just to, and make myself invulnerable. Uh, and he can use other he can use other weapons in that stance, but they're not as fun as the baseball bat. And the baseball bat has no, like... Um, all the other weapons have, like, Breath of the Wild kind of duration where they break eventually. Uh, Whereas the baseball bat never breaks. It's your best friend, so swing and fucking swing to the Good old baseball bat. Um, never fails but now the variety of the gameplay in my opinion is where it kind of lacks to me as the main gameplay was the reason i go and do the side quests and talk to miracle johnson or go and fucking uh do the karaoke is because after a while after i did like a whole chapter i'm like i really don't want to do any more beat-em-ups for a while 
I just want to go and fucking sing and do some random shit because it's more fun. Um, yeah, that makes sense because even like games that are more in depth with that kind of stuff, like Devil, there's a reason Devil May Cry games are only like twelve hours. Yeah, like even the most in depth you can get could get old after thirty, yeah. unless you're replaying it on higher difficulties. Yeah, and, and it does. It just it gets a bit boring, and that's the thing. I like it's yeah. Yeah. gone sorry like even go. like even with a by the time i got to the end of scarlet nexus like specifically its final mission mm. was way too long yeah it was uh <laughs> they didn't know how to pace out they just forgot how to pace out the encounters oh they have that problem with yakuza zero the final yeah. mission of yakuza zero fucking is so long yeah it's like, so it dumb was, it was like oh you just finished three waves for this encounter have five more and uh, the variety in bosses isn't that high because i'm not kidding kiryu fights the same fucking guy four times in a game the same oh, boss no. fight repeats and it's the first boss fight so you fight the first boss and you're like oh that's cool and then he comes back a second time going i'm gonna kill you for that and you have this cool fight in the sewers and you're like okay that's also a pretty cool fight then he comes around a third time and he's like i've brought my friends this time and you have to beat up his friends and him and then the fourth time he's like fuck it i'm just gonna i'm back bitch here we go again <laughs> and then does the fight change at all or is it just no it's same? literally the exact fucking same way it's like uh... the same moves he doesn't really change much it's just in the third and four fights they add extra people in the fight so that you have to deal with multiple people and him um uh, yes it's and then you don't even get don't even get a satisfying conclusion you beat the fucker and he's like ah i see you have bested me goodbye i am done for the story goodbye and it fades <laughs> away and i'm like what oh, the fuck no. god that sounds bad like the funny thing is because it's basically uh kiryu has got like there's there's three heads of the clan that, uh, well, there's three lieutenants of the clan, should I say, that he's dealing with over the course of the game. Uh, one of them only show this, only basically shows up for the last third, and is basically the main, like the main one for the final part. The first one, that guy that I talked about, the four bosses, he's the first one that you deal with, and he just keeps showing back up over and over and over again. And then the middle one, which to me was the most interesting character, he was very much your typical yakuza kind of smoking cigars, like fucking having all the women around him and being like, "I do this for the life, I don't do it for the killing." And then he'll just brutally kill someone to prove a point. That kind of guy. <laughs> um, you you don't uh, without spoiling anything. He has the coolest arc, and yet he has nothing to do with Kiryu really ever. He has like one scene with Kiryu where you don't even fight him. He just has a conversation going, "Join me," and Kiryu's like, "Nah, chief, I'm out." <laughs> and he's like, "Don you?" Um, but no, the like the gameplay to me is the worst part of Yakuza. The story's brilliant. Um, it's a really engaging story, and it's a really fun crime like drama. It's quite in that way where it's like i'm invested like you see and it doesn't pull any of his punches it's not one of those games where it's like oh it's about the yakuza but nobody dies and everybody just skips off happily into the sunset no people die main characters die they don't die in nice ways either um like there's some brutal gory shit in this game at times like the one character goes out like they also do the extremely cheesy kind of like I feel like it fit because it was part of it was an eighties game. It was set in the eighties, so they do like the thing where they'll have someone will die, that someone will be shot like eight times, and they'll still be moving, and they'll be like, "I'm still going," like in an eighties kind <laughs> of like badass way. Um, yeah. 
but it, that kind of added to it but it's like there's some gruesome shit and it's fun and the side content's fun but it's a dark like it it needs in a way the more i talk about it the more i'm like it needs that light side because of how dark it is in a weird yeah, way if it didn't if the if the side stuff was more tonally similar mm. you'd have a situation like near where all the side quest givers kill themselves at yeah or exactly. automata that is i should mm-hmm. specify but uh where all the people who give you side quests just kill themselves when you're done and you're like oh man this game is just depressing everywhere mm-hmm. you look yeah and it's one of those things where i think the game benefits from it even though it doesn't not tonally fit um especially with a lot of the time um but it's a lot of fun and i'd recommend people give it a try you might like it more than me um but to me, it's one of those ones where I'll probably give it a try. One of them. And I mean, it's always on sale. Yes, zero yeah. is always on sale. It's always like five dollars, and it's to many considered the best of the franchise. Yeah, or, so, or like I'll probably look at Judgment sometime too, because it's mm. like a more detectivey kind of story, yeah. apparently, and I like those. But no, <laughs> like I liked it quite a bit. It's a lot of fun from a narrative and goofing off standpoint, but. The main gameplay to me is the bit where I'm like, uh, just fucking get it over with. Like, genuinely, I'm like, there's so many fights that go on too long, and there's so many things where I'm just like, oh, are we really doing this again? Um, but the story's engaging, and the characters are really well done. Uh, so, can't really complain, but no, it's good. It's good. Am I running off to go and play Kiwami? No, I'm not running <laughs> off. I own it, technically, because uh, it was a plus game, and I will definitely try it at some point. Um, but I'm not running off straight away to be like, I'm going to go and play all six back to back and then go play like a dragon and let's go. Like, I'm... <laughs> I feel like that's probably not the way to do it anyway. Yeah. Like, oh, I, if, yeah, the, yeah, if, the, if the first one you played overstayed, it's welcome in some capacity. You probably shouldn't play the other ones. Right and after. I mean, the other, the other ones are shorter. Like Yakuza's one and two are like 17 hours each or something like that. Like they're shorter uh... games. Uh, yakuza zero is like double the length of those games because it's two characters it's two separate oh, right. so that's kind of how that works but i've heard that like yakuza 5 is super long so it's like there are longer it's not the longest game in the franchise and i'm like uh... and those ones are older too and i'm like uh... oh no get the persona 3 syndrome of bad gameplay don't want that um <laughs> but yeah it's fun I'd recommend people at least try it out if you've always wanted to. And if not, you'll at least have fun doing the karaoke. That's I can guarantee that one. The karaoke <laughs> seal of approval. Seal of approval. Uh, or just come to my streams, because I can guarantee at some point I will do something stupid with them, like play it as my fucking stream starting song, or <laughs> fucking play it on stream if we embed in Road to Ruin or something. That'll probably happen. <laughs> do some karaoke on stream. You just put like a rain filter over Crash. <laughs> i'll literally sing it as well yeah we'll make it a bit we'll make it a bit we'll make it like a cheer and send uh a channel point incentive or something um oh, why not fun. yeah why not give some give people a reason uh but no there you go those are my thoughts on yakuza let me know uh what you guys have thought of yakuza if you're a big yakuza fan let me know uh and tell me what you think your favorite game is because i've heard a lot of people say zero which is never a good thing i always feel like playing the best game in the franchise always makes you not appreciate the other ones as much at times because you're like uh but hey yeah peaking soon is never quite the best thing in the world mm-hmm. well it wasn't yeah i mean to be fair zero was like the sixth game that they released no i mean like with your own experience oh with your own experience yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Fair like, 
Well, you know what else is a you know what else is a new experience, Hunter? The oh, new Mario Golf DLC. <laughs> All right. I forgot All that this is what we were talking about. It's time Mario. to golf, motherfuckers. Get out Mario your toadettes. The big city. They had a free update, which included Toadette. Who toadette again! Woo! Every Mario Excited. game gets a Toadette. Dude, you Super Mario Bros. get a Toadette. Mario Tennis. I think Toadette was in it at launch. <laughs> I think so. I yeah. couldn't tell you. So honestly, Change I didn't realize. Oh yeah, I didn't realize that Toadette wasn't a playable character already. <laughs> and it's weird because she's like in the story. Yeah. Do you know what's funny so, as well? Do you want to know what's funny? You know this new Donk course. Yeah. It was in the E3 trailer for Mario Tennis for Mario Golf. It was in the trailer for the full game, and it wasn't in the game. It's DLC. Outstanding. Thank God this was free. Because when I saw when I saw that they were like new course added, new donk, I was like, I swear we saw that in the trailer. And I went back and looked, and I was like, it's in the trailer. How is this not (laughs) in the game? Yeah. So it's very good that it was free because I wouldn't have played it otherwise. But uh, I wish that the base game was had courses that were more like this, not only in the sense that New Dock City is a distinct Mario location and not just random desert biome, you know? Mm. So it feels more like a mm. Mario Golf game. And the thing with this course is kind of cool. So all of the holes are par three. So for people who aren't familiar with the terminology, that means you should be able to do it in three strokes or better. Or Okay. You suck is essentially how, <laughs> how the it's one way to rules phrase of it. golf work. But the cool thing is, a lot of times with par three holes in Mario Golf games, it's just kind of smack the first one real hard and you'll be on the green. <laughs> mm-hmm. The way that they structure the course this way, it's more like hitting harder to go further isn't necessarily what you want to do. Like there'll be, but the hole will be like midway through what would be like a regular drive or Mm. something so it's a cool kind of different way to approach what you want to do rather than just hit hard go far Mm. and because it's a city you can like bounce shots off of (laughs) i only did it for the laughs there because i don't know how it would bounce like legitimately so but you can like bounce shots off of the background and stuff so it's cool that that's possible because you know part of me was scared when i first tried that it was just gonna hit the like (laughs) building and be like oh out of bounds it's just gonna break someone's window (laughs) (laughs) that'd be funny (laughs) that would be funny just hear a toad (laughs) screaming or something yeah like you just hear the like (laughs) otep yeah so otep This course also came with another unique feature where it has an it has like an amateur and a pro, I believe, were mm. the two different like settings you could put it on, which doesn't yeah. affect the AI. Really, it it affects like they make a few things about the hole a little trickier. Mm-hmm. But what's so funny? I've just realized that Pauline was in the base game as a character. She was. And she didn't Why the fuck stage? did they make Toadette the <laughs> DLC with New Dark City when they could have had Toadette in the base game but she was already in the fucking story mode and then have Pauline be the first DLC with a course? 
Yeah, I know, right? It's weird. What? What's but... Nintendo doing? Like, honestly, I just thought... doesn't sell like Pauline does. I was just laughing. I'm just sitting there laughing. Yet. I'm just sitting there laughing to myself Never. going, they really released a new Donk City when the new Donk City character was already in the game. And then we're like, oh, fuck it, Toadette. Even though Toadette was probably yeah. <laughs> already made as well. Like, it was so dumb. I can't wait for them to have like a galaxy-themed course coming up or something and then have like, I don't know. Toadette. Dude, let me play as Lubba. <laughs> <laughs> or like Rosalina's already in the game is the point I'm making so having oh, like okay. a Mario Galaxy of she is. game oh yeah she has to kind of be in all of these spinoffs now or people would be sad yeah mm-hmm. she's popular <laughs> yeah but yeah so it would be like the equivalent of doing that and then having like Shy Guy be the <laughs> I'd rate it yeah that's but yeah, yeah that's so crazy. this course is better than most of the ones that are in the base game so mm. fair enough there and it's for free so if you liked mario golf and want to want a reason to go back to it then it's worth your time in that regard i got to listen to another black veil brides album while i played it so that was fun <laughs> oh so you didn't listen to music my question was going to be did they put mario no, odyssey music did they put mario odyssey music in the game but i guess the question the answer is oh i wasn't listening to the game again yeah. well yeah great, <laughs> great fucking Great job, everyone. The answer is probably not. I, w- I don't think they did. Mm, that's a shame. Um, but no, that Ma- Mario Golf is such a weird game. Like Nintendo, what's Nintendo's release schedule? Oh, Jesus. I was going to cut that audio out, but now I feel like I have to keep it in for the fucking video. For audio you listeners, good, Hunter just detonated a can of uh, fucking bottle of uh, soda. It just like volcanoed out of its container. Well, there At you least go. it's better than the time that I just spilled my drink all over me. Like the, the you know, the, remember that time, Ethan, where it yeah. exited the cup and went into yeah. my lap. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> uh, this was but, not yeah. as calamitous as that. So. That's, that's what Mario Golf does, apparently. Um, yeah. But no, uh, Nintendo's releases this year seem to be very weird. Like they have games coming out. It's in the second half. They technically have the most uh, exclusive releases mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, of any of the big three because as we know um microsoft has halo and forza uh, as it does every time and uh <laughs> playstation is showing up with a big bag of fuck all as they like to do um, the potentially delayed horizon yeah to the, that, that game that game is did you that game's delayed did we all know i it? know sony would have come out and said it wasn't if it like it got that big like they're just they're just waiting for a good time to tell people that Aloy's not coming until February or March. Um but But you can get Nintendo, her Genshin yeah. Impact in October. Hell yeah, let's go gamers. Hell yeah. Um But it's like Nintendo has Metroid, it has uh Pokemon Mario Party. Mario Party, uh WarioWare. It has a load of games coming out. Advanced Wars. Advanced Wars. It has a load of games Final coming Smash out. Final Smash DLC. Final Smash that's DLC. Worth. Yeah, who cares? That's the thing now is who cares what that character is because the only character, like the main character people wanted, is Crash. And now if they if you see Activision on the Smash screen, you're gonna go, oh, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> fuck, yeah. don't want that. I guess um, we're getting Phoenix right instead. Yeah. Oh, I'd I'd do backflips for Phoenix right. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, I I yeah, that's that's a weird one. But it's like Nintendo's release strategy has been so weird because like Mario Golf came out and it just wasn't finished. And they're just like, yeah, cool. See you for Metroid. Bye. Like, it's like <laughs> salute. Maybe you might get some Animal Crossing DLC if you're lucky. Lol, JK. I mean, I guess the other good thing about the 
update here is at least it came in like a timely fashion. I feel like yeah, tennis yeah. took tennis took a little long to give you the first like free character, and I think you only got characters. Well, you, you well, yeah. Like, what are they gonna do? Oh, here's a new tennis court. Here you go. Here's a new paint. Here's a new coat of paint <laughs> on the same fucking thing. Like golf has a lot more possibilities for DLC. Um, yeah. and I hope they keep expanding on it because that game. Well, I mean, if needs their more extra content. courses in tennis didn't suck, then you know, mm. it's like Power Tennis had wacky like courts, and I, the GameCube game did it better, and the 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 expanse of power or the switch aces is what it's called yes it's called aces yeah the expanse of that one's creativity with different tennis courts which we're gonna put a stupid mast in the middle of the one on the boat (laughs) that was so fucking annoying dude that was literally the worst game i honestly was so pissed of that gameplay design like genuinely was we're gonna stick a mast in the center and everyone could do fucking trick shots off of it and when i say everyone i mean the ai and not you the AI does it. You, you. you aim it and it goes the wrong fucking way. But when the AI does it, they perfectly bait you every single time. Great game. Great game. Yeah. Um but now, glad uh that you're in, that you played Mario Golf, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um he has played he's been playing stuff like Chris Dales as well, but we're not gonna bring it up because we'll bring it up when you finish it. Um uh, you also finished Skyward Sword. Do you have any closing thoughts on the remake of Skyward Sword? I, again, as I said the first time, it does not deserve its reputation as being bad. Okay. It's a good game. And I can now kind of go into more about, with a different light, seeing the design philosophy behind like the dungeons and stuff. Okay, so a lot of it is a lot more simple as far as the puzzles and such than the previous 3D games because, you know, the game was originally built around motion controls and a lot of the novelty came from that so you couldn't make them do anything too complicated. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd be impossible. <laughs> but I don't think that makes it bad because, you know, like, people love A Link to the Past and you know what? A Link to the Past is way closer to Skyward Sword's level of simple than it is Ocarina of Time or Twilight Princess or Majora's Mask. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Also, it gets derided for the linearity a lot, and I think that the linearity worked in its favor a lot better than... Twilight Princess is big for no reason in a lot of cases. Hyrule Field is just a big, empty nothing. Yeah, this is this is a thing in Ocarina of Time that you could say too. All people like to do in Hyrule Field in that game is roll to your destination yeah. before you get yeah. the horse. You know, so the sky, which is where you go for that's like the overworld where you go before you go into the areas, is smaller. But at least you could get from one end to the other in the span of like two minutes. Yeah, and, and there's the also path- like other islands you can stop at that have mini games. Yeah. And the pathway to the dungeon once you're down on, like, the ground is more engaging mm-hmm. because you're actually doing things along mm-hmm. the way, not just go talk to people and then do some silly fetch quest. Yeah. Nice. Though, to be fair, Skyward Sword isn't immune from that either, but mm-hmm. I think it's just a little better along mm-hmm. the main path for the most part. So, obviously... Do you think HD is the definitive way to play Skyward Sword then at this point? Yeah, it's the much better way to play for sure. I personally I still like I like the controller controls better. 
Okay. They do, they do, they don't completely eliminate fees, silly input. <laughs> like there's specifically a part in like the sand ship where you run by the uh, boss door and she'll be like, there's a big door. Find the key. <laughs> and it's like, thank you, Fee. Very cool. <laughs> Moving on. But she doesn't stop you nearly as much. So there's that. Uh, all the other like quality of life things that I talked about the first time do make it a better experience overall. Yeah. I would say. Okay. Well, there you go. And because I'm a man of my promises for once, when we we are technically over an hour, but we will do what we said we did. We will talk about chatting shit about video games because I'm not having people <laughs> hold this over me again. We're not having okay. it. No. Okay. So for this last little part of the show, uh, I asked everybody uh, to think of at least two or three. I think we'll go with two. Um, I only um, have two. Yeah. Uh, worst uh, character. We're I mean, basically asking you what your worst characters in games are that you can recall. And when I say worst characters, I don't mean a character that is evil and you hate them because they did a good job at writing them and you like that. It's like that. We're talking about just terrible characters that are just like, why? Why are they here? What's the point? You ruin the next. You like ruin this for me, like. So that's the kind of character we're talking about, is shit characters. Not like, oh, this guy's evil, I hate him. Okay? We want, this character's terribly written and a fucking burden to the story. I hate it. Get it out. That's what we're after. So, Hunter, as always, this was your stupid idea, so we're going to start <laughs> with you. <laughs> what is your first pick of a character you hate? All right, so... AI the Somnium Files has a character in it named Ota, and his personality is that he is a simp. Oh, Pog. Hell yeah. yeah. Representing so, representing our fellow gamers, guys. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, all of the worst possible traits. Any tier threes? Any tier threes, guys? Come on. He is literally all of the worst things you can think <laughs> of like that. One of the other main characters in the game is a like internet celebrity idol kind of girl, you know? So you, one of the first Hi. scenes, yeah, one of the first scenes that you have with this Ota schmuck is he's created a second fake straw man, their equivalent of Twitter account, to talk smack about the girl so he can defend her on his own. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he can defend her on his, like, this is his real account, you know? This man's ratioing he's himself. Like he's made an alt and gone shit tweet like shit shit hair hate you and then he does it on like the blanket of anonymity with the yeah yeah on the, yeah on the anonymous account then he goes on his main and goes bad tweet shit take ratio and then gets like five <laughs> likes and then he's like i've won that's yeah basically <laughs> and he he's an ever-present there's a character in that game that i hate more but it's very spoilery and okay yeah, so that's why I'm talking about him. And he's ever-present. He gets in the... He's a thorn in the side of the investigation a lot of the times. Like, he physically assaults the policeman detective that you're playing as okay. in one case. Interesting. Yeah, it was a... It was a um, he, he, like, attacked him from behind with the aid of a weapon he didn't there wasn't a there was not a scenario where he actually physically overpowered him okay 
So, yeah. and they try to do, they do a very poorly done arc with him that I don't feel like hits at all because it doesn't feel like he actually changes. So classic. Yeah. Modern minds like that. We'll get to them in a second. You've described one of my characters as well. Yeah, exactly. I'll go. You know, I'll go were, next. They, I'll go they next. would be best friends, and yeah. it's the worst. Yeah. Um, I'll go with mine then next because uh, first one, it's more Persona talk. Everybody, uh, fucking <laughs> Mishima from Persona Five, garbage character, dude. Fucking hate <laughs> absolute bastard. My favorite scene of Mishima is when he's in the hotel room with everybody else, and you're like, "Fuck, he's gonna ruin this scene," and then he gets ill and goes into the toilet and fucks off. That's my favorite scene with Mishima. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the volleyball scene. Oh, that's also uh, funny when he gets punted. That's funny as fuck. Yeah. But it's in barring the part where he, you know, I wish Kamashita killed him was uh, <laughs> um, when Futaba called him an NPC. I'm not defending Kamashita. <laughs> I'm not defending Kamashita, but like no, like, no. but uh, in that moment, I was on moment, his side. Yeah. If I didn't know what he was doing on outside of that scene, I would have... If you showed me that scene in out of context, I would have been like, hell yeah, dude. Rise up. Um, but no, I hate Mishima. And I like, I don't understand people that like him. Like, I genuinely don't. He He's serves, so pointless. He serves no point to the story. The only thing that he serves is that he creates the Phantom Thieves website, which is completely pointless. Um, if anything... They could have just put them off them having a fan, just have them be a word of mouth thing until Futaba comes along and have them hack the Medjed website mm. to become the fan site or whatever. And then there you go. Mm. That's their, there's their build up. You don't even need someone to run the fan <laughs> site. You have a nerd already. Um, and just every quality about him is dislike. He's like, you just, you just dislike every quality about him. He is that one kid in school who wants to take fucking credit on the school project but's done fuck all you know what i mean like he's that kid he's like i'm a part of the phantom thieves too and they're like no you're not kid get in the fucking bin um even then like in in his arc he doesn't really have much like in the opening arc he doesn't have much interaction with like characters like shiho or on no characters that he's supposedly friends with like he's just like a background character. I don't, I don't That's think, why I said supposedly, Ethan. I don't even think they. I don't even think it's supposedly friends because, like, Anne never acts like she knows Mashima at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just. I think it's just their comrades in the fact that they all know what's going on and they all know that they're being subjected to bad things in a way. I think that's what they are, but like, not like friends. Um, but he just. Even in his social link, where he has this kind of thing where he, obviously he gets cocky thinking he's on top of the fucking world and then he gets beaten down a peg. And then he has this whole thing where he's like, oh, I just, I don't need to be a big celebrity or something. I just need to be me. And I'm like, no, you don't even need to be you. Be someone <laughs> no. else who's you actually good. Some, Thank you. You need to <laughs> this game. Uh, yeah, it's really dumb because Mishima, in his arc, he skips over the self-respect thing and just go straight to being arrogant and stupid yeah. and before that he's like oh i don't have a spine and then it completely overcorrects. yeah and then at the end he's like i'm gonna make a f- i'm gonna make a book about you and then i'm gonna sell it and i'm like fuck i know you won't i'm gonna sue <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's so like I, there's no th- there's nothing about Joker him that like, yeah. like actually do that since him being the leader of the phantom thieves is like an open secret yeah <laughs> 
Um, but there's just Ushima's nothing about... character is also just really repetitive. I feel like every time you talk, every time he's on screen, he's always just like, I'm t- uh, talking about the Phantom Thieves or the fan site. Yeah, that's And it just gets talks. so tiring. Why when you're like, yeah, somewhere else, he's like, I wish I was at home so I could look at my computer. Yeah, and he's like, have you checked the fan site since you got to Hawaii, guys? Have you checked the fan site? I che- I you changed know, the I changed the survey on the fan site, guys. Have you seen the fan site? I'm like, fuck off. You know, again with the Hawaii trip, I thought I was at a point in the game where I thought that Kawakami and I were friends, and then she makes me remove <laughs> and it's the worst thing ever. I know, dude. I was like, after all I've done for you. <laughs> like, if I was writing that game, I would have been like, I thought we were friends. Like, that's what I genuinely would have been like. I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought I was okay. Why yeah. pair me with him? Why? What have I done to deserve this hatred? Um, but no, I hate him. Like, I've also seen cool. like character types like him be done better because this whole thing is like, oh, he's a dweeb who doesn't have any confidence and admires the main character. But you know, you can do that, right? Otacon from Metal Gear Solid is a pretty good. Freddy from iCarly. Yeah, Freddy's a simp, dude. Freddy's a simp, a successful simp, but a simp nonetheless. But like, yeah, characters that work like that do exist. It's just Mishima yeah. didn't work. I see Mishima in the same way. Like, he's going down the same path as Freddy from iCarly. Now that you've mentioned it, he's gonna have two divorces. <laughs> no one's gonna marry him once, let alone twice. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> But no, I just he serves no point to the main plot. He serves uh, no point in his social link. You have to do his social link because he's got fucking XP share tie behind his social mm-hmm. link. So you basically have to do it. And then he has this big kind of hero moment where he's like, "Come on, Phantom Thieves!" In the in in December. It's so in, annoying like, that at the end of the game, yeah. if it's not like tied to your. Aside from being, the rest of them are like tied to your social yeah. link advancements. But he does it either way, and you're like, He's nah, just yeah, there, dude. yeah, him and Sojiro are the only two who are like that. And you know, I've completely welcome Sojiro because it makes sense. Because he's dad. Yeah, Sojiro's cool. He's yeah. dad. He's coffee dad. No, he's just dad. Fuck the original. <laughs> we said it before. If we, if I was changing the plot of Persona Five, Joker would also be an orphan to match spoiler character, but also. Just because, why the fuck would you want to go back to your real parents when you have Sajiro? Fucking pointless. Anyway, Kyle. All right. Who do you hate, Kyle? Let's find out. <laughs> Are you gonna sit like that the entire time? Uh huh. Oh my god. All right. So, have y'all ever played Pokemon Diamond and Pearl? Uh huh. No. So there's is this lovely town at near the end of the game. It's called Snowpoint City, and there is an in-game trade with a character there. Her name is Mindy. Mindy offers you a trade for you, a Metacham for her Haunter. Mm-hmm. And then you do the trade, and you, you know, like any Pokemon fan who sees that is like, oh, a Haunter trade. As soon as I get this, I'm going to get a Gengar, and then I'm going to go to this gym and go beat it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, any any Pokemon fan with a little bit of knowledge knows that. So, mm-hmm. you know, any kid is like, all right, let's go find a Medicham, let's go get this Haunter. You finally find a Medicham after God knows how long, and you're like, all right, Mindy, let's do this trade. You do the trade, you get a Haunter. Haunter doesn't evolve. This bitch put an Everstone on her Haunter in the trade. <laughs> and then after the fact, 
she says, oh, that's weird. Why didn't the haunter evolve? Tee hee hee. Fucking bitch, dude. <laughs> and that traumatized me as a child. That that taught really you to never do trades with strangers. Remake. They will. They'll 100% keep that in the remake. They better keep that in the remake. I need a new generation of kids to be uh, disappointed. Most people who play Pokemon have trust issues because of Pokeballs that shake three times. And oh yeah, least, but Kyle has, has trust issues because of Mindy. No, yeah. no, no, Hunter. There is a whole community that hates Mindy. There's uh, a subreddit r slash fuck Mindy. There's a culture, Hunter. Come on. <laughs> People hate this character. <laughs> I'm sure it's in like a comedic way, but man, <laughs> she's just—it's pointless, but it's also really funny. And now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, I get it. This is funny. But as a kid, this upset me, and I feel I need the world to know this now. Mm, fair enough. In interesting. <sighs> Hunter, what's next? Thank you. I was really scraping the bottom of the barrel because I couldn't think of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Very cool. Uh, Hunter. Alright, so... I actually Second have final a, pick. I have a real one, and then I have just this one that I'm going to spit out for two seconds. Okay. Toad in the Mario games. His voice sucks. <laughs> He's ever-present in all the spin-offs and has very little to say. And I hate him for it. Uh, his original sprite looks like he's flipping you off. <laughs> you telling me that you don't want to listen to his voice in Universal Studios, Hunter? Never. Never. Oh, <laughs> telling me, telling me we're not going to Universal Studios Japan and we're just going to go into the Toad Cafe and listen to Chef Toad go. Hello! No. You want some pie? <laughs> like that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of Toad, but uh, the real one that I can actually talk about it's Spike Chun's Soft Hour. And again, I don't hate this character the most in Danganronpa because the character I hate the most is annoyingly similar to Ota that I just mm -hmm. mentioned, which was which would be Hifumi. So I'm going to talk about Yasehiro, or however you pronounce his name, because he's a dork who doesn't contribute anything, and he got framed for murder, and I didn't feel bad when it was Wait, happening what? to him. <laughs> oh, hero? Okay, this is this is cool because I don't I don't get the hate. Okay, so this is going to be an interesting one. You plead the you 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 lay the def you lay your defense for your point, and I'll rebuttal. Oh man, it. let's go. A live Danganronpa case. <laughs> All right, so Yasuhiro is he's one of the Danganronpa characters that his personality is basically just say stupid stuff every now and then, which is to be fair most of them, but his made me laugh the least. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, his ultimate talent is being the ultimate clairvoyant, which never comes into play ever. He survives to the end, which sucks because I would have preferred someone else. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, like I said, he got f in the third case, he was being framed for being the culprit. Very obviously. I knew he wasn't the culprit. I did not feel bad for him. If not for the fact that everyone else would die if you picked the wrong person, I would be like, sure, it would be a victimless crime to get rid of him. <laughs> and he keeps okay. on being present in the rest of the story after that and still contributes nothing. It's totally flat, doesn't develop at all. I think that's... I, 
I like I understand, but like to me, he never did anything that annoyed me enough to to make me dislike him. That's the thing was like, yeah, he made stupid jokes and stuff like that and stupid points, but so did everyone else, and everyone else annoyed me more. Like I was much happier. Like oh no, bye Hifumi, truly tragic. See you later, nerd. Like I don't care. Like I said, I did hate Hifumi more, but like or um. Like, most of the characters, I'm just like, eh. But Hero, when he was just saying stupid stuff, I'm like, some things never change, you know? It's like, as the cast was dwindling, and as personalities changed, because they were all rooted out, because they all figured out that everyone's a monster, Hero was just the st- still Hero at the end of it. He, like, uh, it feels <laughs> like a load of characters changed during it. Like, you know, even, like, like Byakia has this whole kind of... Starts off as just a dick that enjoys the game for some reason and then has this transformation. Kyoko kind of stays very quiet at first and then comes into form near the end of it. Hero is hero throughout the whole thing. It doesn't matter what fucking chapter you're in, hero's hero. He's constant. He's like the constant where it's just like, yeah, I'm here and I'm a dumbass. And I'm like, cool, good to see you, hero. You, you, stay, you stay vibing, you know? He's always good. He's Because you know he's too dumb to kill anyone, you know? You'd want that person... You'd want that person around because you could be like, "Hey, I can talk to this guy. I can, I can see what he figures, see if he knows anything. I can get what I need out of him, whatever." Because I know he's not done shit because he's dumb as fuck. And I'm like, it's someone to talk to, you know? He's the homie where it's like, "Okay, murder's over. Do you want to go pool hero? Because we've got nothing fucking bad to do, and I know you're not going to kill me because you're too dumb." Let's go. <laughs> like, especially as say, the hey. cast started dwindling, I found him to be like. Aside from maybe Hina, the least interesting mm. of the survivors. How dare you? I like Hina too. I've I've had enough. I'm going. Well, Hina's. I like Hina more than Yasuhiro. I was just leaving that qualifier because I'm not gonna argue against Byakuya or Kyoko because they're the two best characters in the game. I could yeah. see the argument for maybe Makoto himself being worse too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know how long that bit was going to go for. Um, but no. I can see it. Like, he's just gone. I don't hate it. Yeah, I'm just fucking gone. I don't hate him. That's the thing, though. But hey, fair enough. If you hate him, good for you, Hunter. Good for you. Uh, it's time for me to get put on a fucking uh, stick, like, put on the fucking cross and, like, tried for my crimes because, uh,. I'm going to the land of Xenoblade, and I'm not going to Xenoblade 2, so the fans are already getting their pitchforks <laughs> out. <laughs> How fucking dare you? Xenoblade 1 is perfect, and I will cut you if you say anything it's bad. It's the perfect story. It's the perfect story. The Monado it's is the my perfect power. game. Yeah. I can see into the future. Um, it's a tie between two characters, both of which are not going to get happy responses from the <laughs> people. But I really dislike Shulk. Hold on. And I really dislike Fiora too. And they're hand in hand. Don't shoot me yet. Let me plead the fifth. So, um... That's not what pleading the fifth is. What's pleading that the fifth? That means be silent. Yeah, oh. pleading the fifth is your right to remain silent. Let me not plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Let me unplead the fifth. Spot the non-American in the room, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me plead the sixth, which is talking. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, why is the sixth? I don't fucking know. It's American. It's probably something to do with guns. Um, I, much like everyone else in America, did not read it. Cool. Good. I can't pull the sixth one out of my head. No. Okay, anyway. I plead anything that isn't the fifth. um, And I'm going to give you my explanation. (laughs) anything not the fifth 
Right. The reason I don't like Shulk is because of the way that Fiora impacts the story. The reason I don't like Fiora is because I hate the way she, she affects the story. So I guess my dislike is for Fiora, even though I hate Shulk as well because of the result of it. So, spoilers for Xenoblade 1. The reason I don't like Fiora is because in the first couple of hours, all that Fiora's responsibility in the entire game is to get fridged so that Shulk and Ryan can go on a journey. Um, which is very generic, and I'm like, eh, bit of a fucking waste. Then, it turns out that she doesn't die, and that she comes back as this kind of robot thing, like cyborg-human hybrid thing. Um, if you've ever and... played Metal Gear Solid Revengeance, she's basically a head on a robot body, much like Raiden is. Yeah, basically. Um, and so uh, she impacts the story in that way because now it goes from a revenge story to all of a sudden, oh, not dead. Oh, now let's just have fucking, let's just ignore all the other characters and have this shitty fucking, not even a good romance between Shulk and Fiora go on while God shows up and decides he wants to destroy the world. And it's like, no, I don't like this. Like, it just... It, it it gives it fucks the story in so much because it just stops giving it gives like half the characters no longer have their fucking purpose to go on this quest other than to now just generically oh i guess we've come this far guess i'll continue to save the world because literally donban why what's the reason for him eventually going on this quest yes he wants to see like yes he wants to sort this whole situation out but the real reason that he went was because even though he tries to compose himself and make himself seem like he's okay and trying to be the logical one he's really pissed that his fucking sister died and he wants to get revenge shulk same childhood friend dead want to get revenge ryan same the only people now that have purpose going into it are melia and technically ricky and maybe charla but guess what all three of them get fucking thanos snapped as soon as this happens goodbye you're no longer part of this fucking story thanks for coming to the ted talk sit in the fucking audience get in the, the audience really silly thing is, especially with melia besides the fact that she's significantly better than fiora is uh amen like as soon as melia shows up in the story shulk seems pretty infatuated with her and then fiora comes back and they don't even they don't even have a stupid love triangle thing yeah exactly <laughs> that would have been dumb too but it's like it feels like it was just unaddressed it would yeah, have been conflict so it would have been anything but it's like literally it's like, the reason I don't like Fiora is because she comes into the story, and not only does she give the three main characters uh, that are going to be carrying the rest of the story no sense of purpose or drive now for the rest of the story, but then it also does fuck all with the characters that still have drive. And I'm like, what is the yeah. point? There is literally no point other than for a shock moment of she's still alive. Also, of random say, how the fuck did she get a human body back at the end? Want to know that part because that's bullshit. Oh, right. There actually is. Like, What's the reason? Ex- oh. External lore. What they do? Did they ask? Oh, Shenron? external lore. They went beep 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 boop. Hello, hello. Is that you, Tetsuya Nomura? We need some bullshit explanation to get ourselves out of a corner last minute. What do you have? Uh, yep, yep. Okay, we'll put that on the wiki page. Goodbye. Thank you, Nomura. And then they hung up the phone, and that's it. That's what they did. Oh, hang on. No, hang on. Pick up the phone. Do you want to do some character designs for two while you're at it? Yeah, cool. Okay, <laughs> see you there. There you go. That's what. That was the conversation. <laughs> It's dumb. I don't care if you they know, explained it outside. They didn't explain it inside. They were just like, "It's true." It just happens, and it's just like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, okay." Dumb. Burn. Bye. Get her out. You know, for what it's worth, while we're talking about Xenoblade One, I think Zanza is one of the oh yeah least interesting versions of the so bad guy kill god JRPG villain 
Yeah, he's really dumb. Had the experience of playing, and I think it might be because he, he feels more ever present than a lot of them, with a lot less. He just shows up, and it's like I'm the big bad. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, okay, yeah. guess you're the big bad now. Guess you're the big bad, yeah. And it's not like, like, uh, like just looking at like let's go to literally. It's just like it's just Shulk too. But I like like that, that, that when he comes out, and I'm like, oh, this is like I'm like. Too anime for me now, dude. Too anime, especially with the whole. Um, obviously, going into the spoilers <clears throat> with the whole Klaus thing, I'm like, makes sense, whatever. Still think it's dumb. Still think it's dumb. And mm-hmm. then, um, what's uh, the old man's name that kind of looked after Shulk with the Monado? What's Dixon? Dixon. That's it. It also turned Dixon into something that I was like, oh, throughout the story i was like i'm interested to see why dicks what dixon's logic is because i knew he was going to be a traitor and he was going to do something stupid in the end but i'm like what's the reasoning behind it and then it's just like they turn this cool kind of like evil fucking guy into just a i'm a pawn for a god moo ha 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 here comes yeah. big bad if dixon would have just Goodbye. been the bad guy that would have been more fun because i had more fun watching dixon be a jerk yeah yeah, it would have been more fun. Dixon's at least entertaining. It would have been more yeah. fun if he was the god all along and he was just playing along with the whole thing and just having fun and taking the piss and then eventually when it's like gets to the point he's like, surprise, it's me. And Fuck it would make yeah. a lot more sense because in the story, Dixon knows more about the Bionis as a whole than anyone else does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I don't he know. He would have been more fun for the generic kill god thing. I would have I forget McConaughey's guy's name at this point, but uh, he was actually he was actually interesting. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, I know who you're talking about. Fat he was Mag- the, Mag- yeah. Mag- yeah, his his mech was Yaudabaoth. Yeah, yeah, not that Yaudabaoth. Yeah, I know which one you're on about. <laughs> but now, uh, but yeah, it's just Fiora is my main problem with that video game, and also Short <laughs> becomes an absolute fucking simp. As soon as she's back, and I hate him when he does that because he goes all like angry. He's like me angry, and then <laughs> goes like on a fucking rampage. And I'm like, this is so dumb. First half is Xenoblade One, fucking love. Apart from the 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 fridging, that's what I was trying to think of the word. Then <laughs> that's a bit that's a bit generic. But other than that, I'm like very cool. First half of game, very cool. Second half of game, I don't know about that one, Chief. Fucking no. And also, the second half also contained Button Valley. Fuck Button Valley, dude. Fuck Button Valley. All my homies hate Button Valley. Anyway, Kyle, wrap us up. What's your final character that you hate? Alright, so y'all know how I love my fighting games. No, don't. Oh, oh, yeah. oh well, I, I enjoy my fighting games. In case you forgot. Oh, damn. Eve, Evo's nice. happening this weekend, and I'm here talking to you schmucks right now. I'm surprised, hey, you, don't, I'm surprised you don't have it up on your screen right now, and you're watching it muted. I don't. I have Audacity open on this screen, so I know I'm still recording. Oh, that's that's funny. I don't have mine up because I don't. Because look, it does this. If you're a video listener, it turns me into a ghost. I'm still recording. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, about a year ago, there was this game I got into called Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Maybe you've heard of it. It's yes. this wonderful crossover fighting game. Very great. Big recommend. Even if the community's kind of dead at this point, and more people are playing Guilty Gear. Say la vie. Anyways, there's one character that I just absolutely despised playing against no matter who I was play- playing as. Her name's Yumi. Not she... Yumi! Yeah, I dude, it's Yumi. you were about to say Chie or Yang. Oh, Yumi! No. <laughs> I was about to be, wow, this is a roundabout way to say another Persona character. <laughs> Yukiko? No. 
<laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop messing with the zoom. <laughs> I can't fix it. <laughs> We're good. No, so I thought about Yang, and I gave her the pass because she's not a video game character Fair. by design, and also. I don't even hate Chie that much, to be fair. Like, she exists very little in the story. No, but she's Dude, so after bad. you get Kanji in your party, she just disappears. Both from your party and from the story. I'm pressing X to doubt, dude. I'm pressing X to doubt. Look, Ethan, if you want to have me. this talk off off camera, we can do that. Chie shits. Chie bad. She is not... bad. She's pretty bad. I hate her. We're not here to talk about Chie. Chie bad. <laughs> Unless Ray Ethan Shio. wants to talk about Ray Chie. Shio. Ray oh Shio. my god, Chie the clipping. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, audio listeners. I will I'll edit that. I'm going to put a timestamp and I'll edit the clipping. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, carry on, go. Anyways, Yumi. So she's originally from this game called Senran Kagura. I don't know anything about it. It's this horny horny anime game. I don't know. And Sounds basically, so in BB Tag, her moveset is just very, it's too good. Like, she has options for everything. Options that beat out most characters' good options. She's got projectiles everywhere. Fans that she can throw from a distance. She's fast. Fantastic. She can, she has projectiles that can freeze you. Being the only character to add status, so you just lose your turn. That's messed up. So you just lose your turn for no reason. (laughs) And her combo game is absolutely dumb, where if she gets you in a combo, you just have to eat all the damage. You can't, like, burst out of it. You can't burst, basically, like, break out of the combo Mm -hmm. to stop being punished and try and retaliate. You, You just don't get the option to burst. Which is normally reserved for, like, if you get grabbed. Like, normally, if you get grabbed, you lose your option to burst. But Yumi just has that in her bread and butter combos that go on for, like, 20 years. So you're like, oh, I got hit by one thing. Time to put down the controller. Go look at Twitter. Because I'm not going to be doing anything for the next minute. Bye, monkey. Literally, though. My webcam was glitching for a second. Sorry. (laughs) And then you look back at the game and you're like, oh, hey, half my health bar is gone now. This is fun. Can't wait. My proudest achievement... It's the fighting game equivalent of Supernova. (laughs) Like, my proudest achievement in this game was beating a Yumi Yang team with Blitz Tank. Blitz Tank is just, like, a notoriously stupid character. It's just a giant tank with, like, a skull head. (laughs) Like, I've seen him. He's great. He's so bad, but he's so funny. And I'm like, you know what? I want to play with him. So, this stupid Yumi Yang player, I ended up beating him in best two out of three, and I'm like, this is, I've peaked. Like, qualifying for North American, North America's PlayStation Championship, you know, that's like second achievement. Beating Yumi Yang with Blitz Tank, A+. <laughs> that was my peak. Nice. Uh, and to top it off, like, Yumi got introduced in the last wave of DLC, so that was the last patch of the game. So she hasn't been balanced to work with the rest of the characters. Oh, so we've just had to deal with stupid broken Yumi for two years. 
That's the classic. It's the old it's Bayonetta just... special, dude. It's the old Bayonetta exactly. special. Bayonetta special. Exactly. Oops, we added a character and now we're not going to patch it. Little mouse. <laughs> overpowered. Kicked out of you. Also, her and Adachi make for a brutal team, mm. but we're, we're not here to talk about Adachi. No. As much as Ethan wants to. As much as I no, want no, to, no. I held we'll, back. We'll I have thought... to do a Persona 4 episode someday. One day. <laughs> one day. I feel like we need to get someone else on here, though, as well, so it's not just me screaming at a wall about how much I hate Adachi for three, like for two hours. Um, but hey. And then Cal well, retorting the whole time, going, no, well, no, I'd hope no. that your rant wouldn't go on for two hours. I have plenty of things to say. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, hey, if you want to make a video essay on him, go ahead. In this video essay... No, Talk no, about his ludonarrative dissonance. I'm good. I'm good. I hate... Like... I'm not a big video essay guy, like genuinely, because most of the time I'm like, it's literally, it is literally the armchair critic genre. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's all fun and good looking at a game critically. I mean, like, hey, this is what I think about a game. That's very cool. But when you're like, why writing in Kingdom Hearts 3 is bad, a video essay, and then they go into <laughs> it and they're like, guys, I have... I have a degree in English, so I'm better than all of you. Here's my essay. This is why... I clearly know more than the writer. It's like, I hate when people do that about TV shows and everything, where they're like, in this video essay, I'm going to tell you why the writing in this show is bad. And I'm like, that's fair enough. If you think that you thought the show sucked and you want to talk about how bad the writing is, fair enough. But it's when they act like on their high horse, like if I had written it, it would have been, it would have been the peak of culture it would have mm, mm, so like good. sometimes so when i'm playing a game i'll be like this is what i would have this is what i would have done or something mm-hmm. like, yeah but you don't do it and go you don't, you don't no no i would be like i am ludo narrative dissonance fucking... <laughs> this is how it should be done all yeah. of the time every time yeah yeah and it, it, it's just it triggers me so much so i just don't watch video essays i just genuinely don't <laughs> <laughs> the reverse of that like a literary analysis on why a game is good can be pretty good i've enjoyed mm-hmm. there's yeah. a really good one for transistor that i've watched <laughs> and i should say i'm not against people making videos about their opinions on video games it's just you know the type you know the yeah. essays that are 45 minutes long and they go on about an arbitrary thing that, you know, doesn't need a 45-minute essay. And it isn't them going, okay, here are the flaws with this game and this is why it's wrong. It's not that. It's just, writing bad, this is how it bad, me better. Me write better than you. There we go. Caveman done. <laughs> wow. How terrible. Like, it's just, it's just criticism for criticism's sake. It's not like, okay, this is why it's mm-hmm. bad and this is how to rectify it or this is what like it's literally just like this bad look how bad it is they wrote it like this terrible terrible game terrible writing terrible job (laughs) be sure to like and subscribe next week when i shit on another video game thanks for watching guys i just hate those videos and sometimes it won't even involve the one in the title yeah i'm too i've got to that (laughs) point in my life where i'm not in my teens i can't just go on youtube and watch anything now and be like yeah fuck everyone you know edgy shit can't be dealing oh Um, yeah yeah dude like i hit a point in my life a long time ago but it seems to be a fun topic for people to talk about why cinema since isn't entertaining (laughs) and yeah it's true it inspired a whole lot of not fun ways to talk about media 
Oh at, yeah. At first, at first, I liked video essays because a lot of people were like, "Hey, you know, this is why I love this episode of a TV show, or this is why this thing means a lot to me." And I'm like, "I get those. They're cool." But then it was like, "The writing in this is so shit." Here's why, but like, here's why from Armchair Critic number sixty-four. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Yeah. In this video essay, I'm going to show you how badly written this is, and I'm going to look up some terms on Wikipedia so I sound smarter, so that you think it's true. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's not saying, in my opinion, it's terrible. It is, this is terrible. Here's why. Video essay. And then they use the whole video, it's an opinion as like a backup if it's, it's like, like taking Yeah, be like, oh man, back off. It's an opinion, <laughs> so it's immune from a rebuttal. Yeah. Well, it's a shit opinion. But anyway, yeah. let us know what you guys think of uh, uh, video essays. Video essays in the comments below. <laughs> and while you're at it, why don't you let us know what some of your uh, least favorite characters are in video games? We'd love to hear it from you. And hey, if you'd like us to do more of that at some point, we can always figure out some more characters that we hate if we think hard enough. We just I'm did sure it. they exist. They're, they're, they're there somewhere. They're in the back of our. If you give me more than an hour to think of some, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but hey, while you're thinking of them, why don't you follow us on the Twitter at HotGamersOnly or subscribe to both the YouTube channels at YouTube.com slash HotGamersOnly. And hey, if you want to listen to us instead of looking at our faces every week, you can go to your favorite podcast service. Go to the link tree in the description where you can find us on your favorites, such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And yeah, with that, that has been our show. We said we didn't know if we could fill an hour. We're here at an hour and 41. We Let's almost go, got gamers. to. Let's go. Almost as long as the last episode. And don't worry, when there's a new game out, it'll be a 30-minute episode. You'll love to see it, guys. Um, but, <laughs> uh, remember, if you did enjoy, leave us a like. Leave us a positive review on podcasts. What was that, Hunter? Say that again. 12 minutes is only going to be 12 minutes. So. It's true. <laughs> it is true. But yeah, leave us a rating on podcast services. Leave us a like on the video if you did enjoy. Share it with some friends. We'd love to have more people join us on our little shit post of a podcast. But yeah, with <laughs> that, uh, it's been fun. I'll talk to you guys next week as well. Same time, same place, I guess. Because this is, like, <laughs> oh, this is yeah. our catch up. But no, thanks for watching. Uh, we'll be back next time. Same time, same place for more. But until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.